Please listen carefully. Welcome back to the Focus Story Podcast. This is your host, Smiley, with me today, Van and Shy. Hello, gentlemen. What a do, boo. Hello. Uh, you know, just getting through. Um, so thank you to all of our um, listeners, Sarah, um, who have borne with us through um, like this every other week thing. Um, I haven't actually talked to my cohorts about this, uh, but I think we're going to be able to, after next week we'll be off, but then after that I'm hoping we'll be able to get back to a every week cadence. Um, so uh, appreciate the patience as we've worked through the birth of my son, uh, which has been a very fun time. But uh, we're trying to get back to, to life as normal a little bit over here. So uh, today, uh, you know, it's been a little bit. We've, we're going to do a uh, disc in the drive, uh, and kind of give an update on some of the games we've been playing, what we've been up to. Uh, but before that, we do have a question of the day. And today's question of the day, harkening back, you know, we just did two podcasts over the last month uh, about the Batman The Dark Knight trilogy. So, you know, there is an upcoming Batman movie uh, starring, is it Robert Patterson? Is that the guy's name? Dude from Twilight. The guy from Twilight. Yeah, whatever that guy's name is. I think it's Robert Patterson. He was also, I think he, he wasn't he also in, he was in Harry Potter too. I think he played Cedric Diggory. Yes. Cedric Diggory! Um, so Robert what do you guys Patton, Pattinson. Oh, Pattinson. Pattinson. Sorry. Pattinson. Let's get it right. Um, so what do you guys think? What do you, Are you guys exci- excited about the upcoming Batman movie? Are you uh, like apathetic? Do, are you, do you not like him as a Batman? What, what, what are you guys thoughts? Let's start with Shy. I'm I'm very interested. I'm definitely definitely going to check it out. Um, my biggest concern is that it's going to be darker than what than my taste. Darker dark, than too, the Dark Knight. Too dark for my taste. Yeah, I mean, I think it looks Maybe from what I can tell that it's going to be R-rated. That's my sense of it. I don't know that for sure, but the trailer makes it look that way. Hmm. And it looks. I don't know if you guys have watched the trailers, but it looks really dark. Like it looks like the Joker is like really like portrayed as like a villain like it looks like he goes dark places batman himself like i don't know so we'll see like i'm very intrigued but i'm, I'm worried that it's gonna be he's gonna be too anti-hero-ish for double down on my the sensibilities dark. yeah so i may not watch any more if if depending on how the, this one goes interesting what do you think van i think the um the main character pick is not controversial but an interesting one in that they that he as an actor and the twilight series being attached to his name and everything like i just picture batman as like a a pretty machismo movie and knowing that he is the main actor might frown upon that saying like oh cool we got pretty boy twilight as our main batman supposed to carry the the thing forward it's a very shallow way of thinking about it but nevertheless i the thought came across yeah, I'm sure you're not alone in that. Yeah. So anyway, that was that was the uh, the take on him as the main character. Um, but no, I second what Shai's saying. I watched the trailers, and it it seems not only not only dark darker. Um, it seems like there's just some statements that are made or situations that are portrayed in the two minute trailer that seem very mindfully cynical too. So it's like it, it's it seems like it is going to make you uncomfortable. Which might might be a good thing. Who knows? So, but no, I'm, I'll watch it. I'll certainly watch it. Um, yeah. So we'll see. Yeah, you know, I'm more apathetic about it. Um, I'm, you know, my time is is very limited these days, and time for movies. Is something you want to tell us? Medical uh, condition, or what do you mean? <laughs> is uh, I'll keep it a secret for now. Uh, you'll you'll probably see him running around it on the pod. Is this going to affect the podcast? Running around (laughs) in the background once he gets a little older, he's almost mobile. Um, (laughs) But yeah, just, I mean, we don't have, Sarah and I just don't have the time we used to, to even to watch things together, you know, like, I mean, we're lucky to find 30 minutes to try to get through, through an episode. It gets better. Um, And it, it will get better, but for now, things are tight. And with Star Wars stuff and Marvel stuff, like there's a lot to keep track of. And I'm just, I'm not. I'm not a huge Batman guy. I'm not super invested in that. And so, um, you know, not to say I won't see it, especially if it ends up being good and everyone's like, oh, you got to see this movie. It's like, okay, maybe we'll check it out. But, you know, Sarah, 
in general isn't like the Dark Knight trilogy was too dark for her. She didn't make it past the first one. She said like this is too dark for me, right? And so if they're going darker with it, like now you're going to add it to a list of movies I'm going to watch by myself. And like that is a long list that it has gotten very little traction recently. So, um, so chances are I will not see it uh, at least uh, for for a good amount of time. But oh. I'll be interested when you guys do, uh, since it sounds like both of you guys are going to watch it. Uh, I'd certainly be interested in your take and, and to hear what you thought when we get there. So. Saw a meme this morning, and your conversation just reminded me of it. And it's a husband talking to the wife, and they're like, "Oh man, things were so much easier before." And she's like, "Before the pandemic?" And he's like, "No, before <laughs> the kids woke up. <laughs> <laughs> like, not even, not even born. Just no, before they woke That's up so this morning." <laughs> That's so true. Oh, man. <laughs> um. So the movie comes out March fourth. So we probably don't have to wait that long. It's not that far away. Oh wow. And I, yeah. Smiley, as you talk, I just, I'd see this mental image in my head of like you having like two hours of free time. The movie's out in theaters, or even like digitally streaming. And you're looking in one hand, you have Independence Day, the DVD, and the other <laughs> hand, you're like, I could watch Batman. You're like, not even. <laughs> well, Independence Day is a three-hour. Oh, oh, all right. Um, all right. He's like, all right. Then he's like, well, I guess I have to watch Batman because I have enough time to watch Why? Independence Day. We watch this particular movie. We may uh, never know. You know, some right. say that that's probably one of the greatest movies ever made. Some would die on that hill, yes. Absolutely. All right. Well, uh, you know, listen, loyal podcast viewers, what do you think about the upcoming Batman movie? Do you think Robert Pattinson is a good pick? Do you think it's going to be too dark? Do you plan to watch it? We'd love to hear from you. Our contact information will be provided at the end of the episode, as is our way. So, disc in the drive, gentlemen. We haven't talked video games in, like, months because we haven't podcasted that much. And when we have, it's been about Batman. So. Let's talk about what we're playing, and uh, we're going to start with a joint, a joint assault from Shy and Van because they've been playing a game together. So, whichever one of you guys wants to take the lead, take it away. Van, why don't you take the pilot role in this, and I'll kind of co-pilot on this since you have a longer history with Battlefield and PC first-person shooters in general. <clears throat> I do. Um, it's not much longer though. I feel like you guys have been jumped into FPSs with me for quite a while now, considering that I've known you for probably eighty percent of my gaming career now. So, well, outside of like Nintendo days. Um, but yeah, so, so in 10 days, it's a good one. I missed an opportunity there. <laughs> you did. That's right. Just help me out for next time. Put, put it on a shirt. <laughs> um, so <laughs> Shy and I picked up uh, Battlefield and um, it, uh, how do I say this? It is, it is very EA. Upset. Um, <laughs> it's, Got it. It's 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 yeah. Are we good? Are we ready to move on? <laughs> it it is a it is a fun game. Um, it is Battlefield's always been a game that's just so much more fun with company, and and so I'm I'm so happy that that Shy ended up picking it up. I uh, he asked me, I, help me if I'm recalling this incorrectly, but he asked me like, should he pick it up? Like, do I foresee playing it a lot? Blah blah. blah. And I was like, yeah, I, I do first see myself playing a lot just because I'm a Battlefield fanboy. Like, it, it can be crap. Um, and I'll, I'll still play it no matter what. And I was like, yeah, Shy, honestly, I, I've been having fun with it, but I just cannot, I cannot confidently endorse you go out and buy it. But it would be cool if you ended up getting it and we could play, we would certainly play together if that was the case. And then he ended up doing so. Um, some of the reasons, some of the hesitance, hesitations I had was just at how there, there are a lot of, things that still need to be fixed and to ea's credit they went out and did like some heavy patching like they went hard in the paint for you know the, the month it was released and, and this is right going into the holidays and everything and they did some heavy patching on on some things that were top of mind broken issues and and they did a, a mostly good job fixing it. and i say mostly because even in their patches there were things that they said they fixed that didn't end up getting fixed and they were pretty critical fixes mm -hmm. too like being able to revive somebody near a wall was supposed to have been fixed. And, it, and I think even to this day, it's still not fixed. I still run into conditions where, yeah, it, it's better, but it's, it's large. It's, it's much perfect. better. It's much better, but yeah. Yeah. So anyways, they, they man, those, those patch lists are crazy. They're, they're, they are, they are kind of like if you're playing an MMO and you have your quarterly update and there's like five pages of patch notes on updates of new things that are coming in and all this stuff. This was literally just hot fixes though hot fixes and yeah. corrections and, and minor tweaks and everything. And they released like three of them back to back to back and they were all pretty damn lengthy. 
Um, we're hoping for the next one to come because the whole dev team was shut down over the week or over uh, holidays. And they mentioned that they were up front with the, the players saying, hey, you're not going to see any patches coming anytime soon. All this to say the game is fun. Uh, it runs on the Unreal 4, 5 engine, the same one that the previous iteration um, of Battlefield has run on. It's a great engine. The Frostbite is Frostbite, or, right? Sorry, Isn't not, it custom? Not Unreal. Right? Frostbite. Yeah. Yeah. And um, it's the same iteration as the previous excuse me, same one as the previous Battlefield. Uh, so there's nothing new as far as graphics go, but it is a beautiful game. It's a great game. It runs really well. Um, it's a fun game. Again, more fun with players, but yeah, it just, it has its bugs still that I hope they will correct. And any other developer, I would have said, they're certainly going to fix everything. They're going to polish it off. They're going to make it the game it was. And the only reason I'm hesitant with EA is because I've literally seen them not do that to games in the past, i.e. SimCity just yeah. riddle with mm. bugs they mm. can never get the multiplayer um utility link to work and they just threw up their hands and said oh we're done we're not you know we're, we're done developing in this game and it's like well you still haven't fixed this part so um we have a friend of the podcast as a developer and he's like yeah sometimes that's the decision they make is is this bug worth fixing or are we done with this and just ready to move on and it's a hard reality that they as a business have to or it's a hard reality that they are a business and we as players need to know know that and this is just you know manifesting itself in our experience so i've said a lot there um not a lot of good things <laughs> so probably not <laughs> probably not probably not giving the game what it's worth because it is a lot of fun i wanted to put so many hours into it but i'll uh i'll take a back seat and let shy take a stab at it and jump back in on the other side yeah let me let me try to flip flip it a little bit and i'll i'll We'll do a kind of a sandwich. I'll start with the positive and I'll end with my negatives, maybe. So, uh, you know, it's funny we call that in business, well, in, in management, we call that the shit sandwich. Oh, nice. It's a terrible so, so way to get feedback. The opposite of a compliment, like, com- sort of a compliment yeah, well, sandwich. Well, actually, but it's inverted. The shit sandwich is inverted. It's like, yeah. hey, you know, you're a really good guy. You fucked up here. But we think that, yeah, exactly. That's the, yeah. It's the shit sandwich of feedback. Nice. Nice. We're doing um, the opposite. We're doing the opposite. We're saying um, you suck, but you could be okay. Yeah. Yeah, which is a weird. That might even be worse. A worse way of giving feedback. Um, yeah, because they, um, they just shut angry. down, or they just shut down after the first part. And don't even listen to anything else. Um, all right. So, as Van said, the game is a lot of fun, um, especially with multiple people, and it's been it's been interesting. And I think Van would agree with this. Like, so Van started. I think I think it was like a day in. I picked it up. So you'd played like a couple hours and just kind of give me some initial feedback. And I'd already been leaning to pick it up anyway, but. When I picked it up, we started playing together, and was like, "Oh yeah, you know, we knew we knew Battlefield. Like we, he and I have played a good a good chunk of like Battlefield. Um, what was it? Four together, I think. And like, it is more fun when you can talk to someone else and kind of do do tactics, whatever. So it was fun. But then, uh, um, another buddy of ours started playing, did some games with us, and we're like, oh wow, like with three of us, we can do a lot more. <laughs> like, and yeah. all of a sudden there were more tactics. Like maybe two people were in a helicopter, one person was on the ground. Maybe we were all in vehicles. Like, and all of a sudden, and I don't know, have we actually we we have played a couple of games with four, right? We, yeah, I think like, we we found a, like a few games. Um, yeah, now there's about five of us. I think who have the game who kind of have right. loosely played with each other, and so like with four people, it was like wow, we can really have an impact. Um, it's just now, crazy. On the flip side, one of the things that they've done, I think this is new, Van. You can correct me, but I think the addition of the 128 player matches and the larger maps that's a new feature, right? In the past, the cap right. had been 64, so we, they. As they keep expanding like any game it has to get bigger right i mean you can't just release a polished version of a previous game whatever you always have to add and so in this iteration of battlefield they they took the match size from 64 in the past to 128 they doubled the player count potential in like the large scale matches and they increased the size of the maps and there's definitely the sense of in being inconsequential in some of these matches that have 120 people running around even with four people i mean you can have a four-person squad and like you know you just can't make a difference and so i don't know i I would i would view that probably as a con um but yeah it's fun um the game seems like it needs maybe a number of additions besides just bug fixes i know that there were some features that were moved vans van i think pointed out a bunch of them to me but the fact that you like initially i think even still you, you couldn't choose a server as far as like in the past, one thing was you could just like scroll through servers by region and population for matches and just quickly choose. They have a mode called Portal where you can do that, but in the main matching matchmaking mode, you can't. It just auto match makes auto match makes you to a server. Um, there's not a lot of game modes. Um, 
I think the weapon variety has been restricted. I will say the T menu, they have a menu, they have a system now with weapons where like in game you can like bring up a quick menu and like adjust your mods, whether your sights, your clips, your uh, barrel modifications. I think that's pretty cool. And I really, I feel like it becomes more natural as you play. How and often then, do you find the need to make those adjustments within a within the the field of play, if you will? So I I mean initially I found it pretty necessary because like like a lot of times you move from long range to short range engagements and so you want to have like a longer range sight and a close range sight. Now one thing so. and I don't so I don't know if this is from previous games but they have hybrid sights so they basically and I don't know if this is even a thing in real life or not but it's like a lot like a, maybe like a three x scope and on top of that scope is a like a red dot sight. And actually in the game, so without going into that menu, you can there's a hotkey you can press to just quickly switch. So I've, I've actually started using that more frequently now. So I've been using the, the T menu a lot less. Um, and then I'll pass it to you, Van, in a minute. But I'll end with my biggest complaint. <laughs> As the, like the, the revive again, not being able to revive against a wall was a huge one. And I think that really frustrated a lot of us. In fact, I don't watch it a lot, but the... I guess familiar with the Angry Joe reviews. Like, you know, they do... I don't know if you've watched any of his YouTube stuff. Free plug to him. No. All right, um, but he did. They do funny short videos when they make reviews, and they did a review on like the fact that you couldn't do that um, video. But um, the uh, the bug that still bothers me, and honestly, has led me to be playing it a lot less recently. There's an issue right now where if you're in a vehicle and you exit, you can't aim down sights. So like you're stuck <laughs> hip firing, and there's and there's no way as we can tell to fix it. And like I've tried everything, like getting into the vehicle and getting back out can sometimes fix it um you can try to switch weapons you can try to switch weapon attachments the only the only way i've discovered is to actually redeploy um or get killed and redeploy and and that is annoying as crap <laughs> like uh, like we use a lot of vehicles like the vehicle combat is fun and that's how you want to traverse the the maps because they're so big and like when you don't know if you're going to get out and be able to aim down sights like you're a sitting duck like so there you go I, that really has been bugging me yeah, Bug and you know it's 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 you? battlefield. <laughs> <laughs> Another missed opportunity. <laughs> Make a shirt in ten days and bugging you. EA like really song. bugs. I've, there's got to be a shirt that says EA really bugs me. Well, uh, really bugs oh my me god! Me. If there isn't, trademark it quick. <laughs> it's a million million dollar idea. Copyright though, or trademark and copyright it. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, I mean, it's called Battlefield, right? It's not, it's not Counter Strike. It's not. There's, there's a lot of vehicles are necessary on so many levels. Um, I, I do second that. Like, it's just, it's, it's incredible how much more impactful you are in a team of people you can communicate with versus you can't. This is one thing that they did in this game that I absolutely hate is there's no um, in squad communication outside of typing. They won't let you talk to your mm -hmm. squad mm -hmm. anymore. They got rid of it again to for for you can only suppose to protect people's feelings um you cannot talk to the other team no matter what and and that's that's fine you don't necessarily get a benefit on the battlefield of being able to talk to the other team anyway but like i mean you're playing a game of competition where you could blow someone's head off but don't say any naughty words like uh, that that just always made me feel just this is ridiculous like imagine in sports if like you weren't allowed to talk to the other team like you're playing basketball right. or hockey or football and you like get like right uh, well, I mean, they have no taunting, oh. but but still, like, yeah, yeah. But you, you know, there's no taunting. Okay, not in hockey, no but taunting in football, that there's the referee no here, right? Like, right. yeah, sure. How much sure, you yeah. think goes on oh, at the bottom of that pile on the line? Like, oh on. yeah, I'm sure there's a lot, like, a lot of. <laughs> I mean, we, we knew Warren Sapp was one of the best at it. I mean, we got we got some good Raiders through there who just yeah. Anyway, I, I digress. It's a so yeah, so podcast. you can't communicate. It's it's ridiculous. It absolutely bothers me. It's just another systemic thing that I. I hope doesn't continue to go forward. I hope developers learn from EA's mistake again and say, yeah, they tried this. They got a lot of flack. Um, EA even came out and said, hey, we hear you. We're going to take a hard look and possibly reconsider. I doubt that's ever going to happen. <laughs> um, but yeah, not having in-game communication because you're afraid of people's feelings being hurt in a game that that highly promotes teamwork is just ludicrous. It's it's a It's a huge miss. I don't understand how they came to that decision. Um, the final thing, well, actually two more comments. One of them is I, man, like, although I would say that when we are in a squad together, our KD is certainly superior to the average, but I would say, I feel like I am just simply an average player now after being out there on the battlefield again. So either, I don't know if I need to get out there and, and, and do more or what, um, there's awesome moments that happen, Here's but what I certainly, 
Here's what happened. You got old. Yeah. <laughs> Reflexes slowed down. You, know, you, you, was, ain't, you ain't a 20 year old kid out there. Like, I was taking sniping shots like just today, even. And I was like, I was like, I have no idea how the hell I missed that. Like, why did I even pull the trigger there? Like, I was way off. It wasn't even close. <laughs> so, but yeah, so um, that's a, that's a sad realization that I'm I'm coming to to terms with, which is okay. I might need a little bit of therapy. The second thing, <laughs> the last thing I want to say is um, there's a really good game somewhere in there, and I just hope that EA. EA is able to uh, bring that to the forefront for everybody to enjoy. It's funny that, gosh, yeah. it's so great that you say that. Cause like, I'm going to, I'm going to come back to that idea. That exact, that exact phrase is, is perfectly encapsulates how I feel about a game that I'm going to talk about on my portion. So keep that in mind. That's, that'll be a good, bring it all back. If I have a final thought, I'd like to make comparisons to two other games. I'd like to say where this is in the middle. This is no battlefield two EA version. Like or Battlefield was it just it was just Battlefield right when EA remade it Star Wars or no what am I saying Battlefront Battlefront you're right Battlefront Star Wars Battlefront okay Battlefront Battlefront. yeah the yeah Star Wars yeah yeah Yeah. this is no like as far as like a bottom end of the spectrum this is right much better than Battlefront so like we've ragged on that game in the past this like this in my mind this wouldn't be like a definitely don't buy there's no content kind of situation like it like we've said it's fun now on the flip side it's no destiny. I think a game where mm-hmm. we start playing and we're like, yeah, we're into this. Like, this is a well-designed mm-hmm. game. This is a ton of fun. Great ideas. So, I mean, it's somewhere in the middle. I mean, it's fun. It's got a lot of flaws. Um, a lot of potential. How's, we'll how's see it where they go. When you guys talk about it, I always think of, um, what's that game that we all played together? Planetside? Planetside, yeah. How's it ranked to Planetside 2? It's, it's so different. I mean, I thought... Just, yeah, dude. It I've, sounds so much like when you talk about it, but like, this that's is, what I picture. But. This yeah, is the sad thing. Like, yeah. That, I mean, that's like saying all MOBAs are the same and like, I don't know, yeah. you know, RTSs. It's probably just a lack of yeah. experience on my part, but. The, my sad, but my, my comment on that based on that is that w- I've found several times playing Battlefield, especially with either Van or Nico or Z where I'm like, I'd rather just be playing Planetside 2. Like, <laughs> I mean, yeah. Planetside 2, 2 was just, a, it, was, it was, it was a great game. It, it really still, was. still out there, right? Like, I mean. Still there. Yeah, and they keep updating it. it. I mean, yeah. Yep. Yep. Like, <laughs> huge updates, like too. Bird, 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 but yeah, yeah. I feel like there's still a lot going Well, it's on. been out for 12 years or something yeah. ridiculous. It's out of control. So, anyway, speaking of Planetside 2, um, and this will be my final comment on this whole thing, because we've taken, like, half the podcast. I knew um, That's all right. That's good. But, but we went together, so that's okay. It's, like, that's 10 right. and 10, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so you're talking about exiting the vehicle and then not being able to ADS? That's perfect. Just have sh- just have Ray in your squad. He doesn't even ADS <laughs> anyway, so we'll be okay. That was a planet side two callback. Oh man, you can uh, you can sell this game to him? You got a huge competitive advantage here. <laughs> Nobody can ADS. Most people have to play your way. <laughs> All right. Well, was it like two months before he finally like? And and it was someone had to tell him, right? Someone had to be like, "Yeah, you right click or something." He's like, "What?" And the sad thing is, he probably played better than all of us, even without right, being on yeah, the DS. Like for sure, that's always true. Oh, Ray can always beat him with whatever we're playing with a hand high behind his back. That's right, it for me. The Japanese button. Another more for another more for Battlefield. That's it for okay. me. All right, I'm gonna take my turn. I'm gonna talk about a game. It's a Switch exclusive. It's called Dungeon Encounters. Not sure if you guys heard about this. This was so this came out, it came out a while, but it's been out a couple months now. Um, but it's basically made by a bunch of the it's it's I think it's I don't actually know if it's a Square Enix game. I think it is. Um, I probably should look that up to give it its. I'll look it up. You could go with your monologue. Yeah, I I think it, I know it's created by some of the old uh, the old Final Fantasy devs from like FF6 and stuff. And I think I think it was still a Square Enix game, but I, I know for sure it was made by. Uh, the, some of the folks who are behind Final Fantasy VI, and basically Publish it's um, Square Enix. Okay, okay, cool. So it's a Square Enix game. It's it's not a Final Fantasy game, although it has a very kind of Final Fantasy feel to it. But it's very like it it kind of distills like the heart of what made the old school Final Fantasies great, as far as just like dungeon crawling and and like the combat mechanics, and really said, you know, we're not gonna we're not going to do a lot of fancy graphics. We're not going to have a fancy, like we're going to really get it down to like, if you like the nuts and bolts of RPGs, we're going to make a game that's really specifically for you. And so the, what it is, is like, basically you've got a 99 floor dungeon 
that you're trying to get to the bottom of. And each floor is just like a grid of squares that you explore. And so like, as you go through the floor, you light up squares that you, that you haven't previously discovered. And so like, there's a, there's like an exploration and a mapping of each floor. We like map the floor to like completion. You get bonuses for, for uncovering like all the tiles on a floor or whatever. And you battle monsters as you go down and you get loot and you get gear and you, you know, gain levels and you basically are fighting to the bottom of this um, dungeon. And so it's, it's incredibly like straightforward. Like it's, it's a very like, it's something that they could have made on the Nintendo and like, it's got a very nice look to it. Like it's, it's actually very polished and stylized. So it's not like eight bit graphics, but like it didn't, it's not a very complex game. If, if that makes sense. Uh, but it's really addictive. It's really, really good. In fact, it's, I'm trying to remember the last time. I mean, I guess we'll get to Hades with my next game. Um, but uh, you know, for an RPG, like for me to go all the way through and play like basically a hundred percent of it, doesn't actually happen that much. Usually I get like halfway through and I kind of run out of steam or I just like power through to the end just to see the the ending. But um, I, I really, I really took to it and I actually played the entire thing. I mapped every tile. Uh, I beat all, I beat all of the optional sub bosses except for one. And that one, I know I can beat. I just, in order to do it, I'm going to have to like farm some, like I'm going to grind some mobs to farm some drops to, outfit my team with the best stuff and i'm just like eh, i don't really want to do that just for the sake of beating an optional boss but like i know i like i'm in a position to it's just it would take it would take probably two or three hours of gameplay to do it and i just don't have as i mentioned i don't really have the luxury but um it's got some really cool uh mechanics you know it's got a bunch of different party members that you can rescue from the dungeon um there's a lot of hidden tiles there's a lot of super cool abilities both battle abilities and map abilities that you unlock as you explore which really keeps feeding into that like getting something new getting a cool new tool to help you navigate the map to help make things easier make things more visible like and you're just always like excited for like what's the next thing i'm gonna get like um the battles are really cool i think the combat system is one of the most fun i've ever played um it does like so you've got like physical and magical attacks and you can wear physical and magical armor. So you have your hit points, and then you have armor on top of it. And to start damaging something's hit points, you have to clear their armor in either physical or magical damage. So you kind of can build your team out like in different ways. You can like really be heavy physical, heavy magical, or balanced. And your enemies, like you'll come different enemies, like some have like a lot of shield and not a lot of hit points. Some have a lot of magic shield and not a lot of physical. So like you kind of have all these monsters have different strengths and weaknesses that you can kind of build your team around um, how to tackle them. And then you also have um, your weapon types are, there's two types of weapons. There's like random and fixed damage weapons. So like you could get a sword that does 600 damage and there's no, no RNG involved. It's like, if you attack with this sword, it's going to do 600 damage. Or you can equip a weapon that has a random 1200 damage. And so it might do 600 or it might do 1200 or it might do one. And like, it's lit is literally, it's not like weighted at all. It's a literal even distribution where you never know what you're going to get. And so you can kind of make some decisions based on what you like, how you like to play. Like for me, I tend to like the fixed damage and like, I like to be able to math it out and say, okay, if I attack this dude with this character and this dude with this character, I know I can get through the shield and then this dude will have enough to kill him. And so it's like, bam, 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 three hits. I know I can kill this mob. Um, but then you'll come across a weapon and it's like, wow, my, my sword does a fixed 600, but this weapon does somewhere between one and 4,000. And it's like, Ooh, that's hard to turn down. Like, cause like on average, I'm going to be doing way more damage. So it's, it's very fun. And it really gives you that flexibility. And like I said, as you find new stuff, you're like constantly being like, Oh, what's worth it. Do I want to, do I want to go one way or another? And like my teams changed multiple times as I went down, as far as like for at the beginning, I was very physical focused. And then by the end I was very magical focused. 
And then at the very, very end, I came back to being very physical focused. So um, anyway, all this to say, I'm probably going on a little bit here, but uh, it's I don't think it's a super expensive game. It's um, it's not very long. Like, I think I think I probably spent maybe 20 to 30 hours on it at most over the course of having it. So for an art by RPG standards, not that long, really great pick up and play game. Like I played I got down to like the 30th or 40th floor stepped away i think some other stuff came out oh my son was born hmm. i wonder what could have taken me away <laughs> right and yeah. so then i didn't i didn't play it for like two months probably two and a half months and then i came back to it and i found hey this is actually a great game to play when i've got a baby because like it's i mean it's turn-based combat it's literally like there's no action side of it at all so very easy to just literally drop at the at the drop of a hat um or the cry of a baby um, but definitely, I, you know, if any of that sounds interesting to you, if, if you like just like the core of of ex- exploring and fighting battles, like there's a lot of challenging fights, like there's a lot of uh, dangerous things. And one of the final things I want to say about it, one of the really cool aspects is so like you get to build your party from a cast of characters like you have, I think, like eight or ten characters to start and you kind of pick who you want in your party and then you can rescue additional ones to increase your parties to increase your available characters. But if you die in the dungeon, like if your party wipes, like those characters die on the space that you died and they stay there. You don't go back. Like they don't get sent back. You go back to the, like the main floor the adventurers hall. And it's like, okay, you need to put together another party to go rescue those four people who just got fucked up down there. And so like, that's actually really cool. And like, it's one of those things where like you, if you do die, it's not like it kind of keeps you from like just resetting. Uh, And the game, I think auto saves, pretty much everything you do so it kind of is like that to kind of keep you from save scumming a little bit but like it's like okay like there's a lot of times where my group died and i was like oh shit now i gotta put together like a secondary group and like do i try to fight my way down there do i try to like be evasive and get down to to rescue them and like it kind of makes for a cool uh a cool some cool situations so definitely a different a lot of different ideas in this game that i hadn't seen in any other rpg um which made a lot of fun uh, and if if you ever played Atrian Odyssey or any of the Atrian Odyssey games, um, kind of similar vibe to those. So if, if that's a game that you've heard of or played, um, kind of gave me the same vibes. I always loved Atrian Odyssey. So all right, I'm done. I'm done. That's all. Any questions about Dungeon Encounters? Yes. Go ahead. So you had uh, told me a little bit about a little bit about this. Me told me a little bit about this a couple weeks ago when we talked about Spider Man. Um, and I was looking at it on Steam and the reviews while you were talking to me. And I was like, oh, there's some mixed reviews here. And there were, oh, there were a couple reviews. Game? Yeah. Yeah. That's what I was. Oh, yeah. That's I where thought, I was looking I at it. Was, yeah. It oh, yeah. You said it was a Switch okay. exclusive. No, it's on Steam. Um, okay. Cool. So on and, Steam. Cool. Awesome. Yeah. Um, which is like, it looked intrigued me. But so a couple of reviews I was looking at, I'm like, oh, man, there's some, looks like there's some really punishing mechanics. And I was like, I don't want to mention what these people are saying because you were still playing through it. Um, I don't know if you mind if I mentioned a couple of things people talked about as far as like punishing things that the game can do to you. Because I was like, I this is. Ask a fan because it'd be spoilers <laughs> to him. Yeah. I have a feeling I know some of the things you're going to say. But... Okay. So yeah, Go so ahead. two of the things that stood out to me because I'm like, this sounds like a really cool game, but like very old school and very like you need to be in the mindset of like, this will punish you if you make a mistake. So one yeah. person was like and these are both negative reviews but one person was like i got to like floor 40 i like fell into a trap door or like fell into a wormhole or something all of a sudden my my entire team are wandering through the dungeon and now i need to go locate (laughs) them again like and i don't know what floor they're on or where they are and they're like i have no desire to keep playing and it was like a two-star like he was like 20 hours played two-star like one-star review thumbs down or whatever like that absolutely <laughs> happened to me. Um, and like, it happened to me after you said that. And like, when it did, I was like, Oh, I bet this is what I was talking about. Like, so there's, so like you have these abilities that let you go up or down a floor, but you have to be on a top. So like every floor is, is a grid. It has like, a uses positions, like numerical positions on X, Y axis. Right? right. So like between the floor number is your, basically your Z axis. And then you've got the X, Y, you know, on the, on the plane well i guess maybe your floor is the y-axis and your x and z whatever however you want to do it um you got three numbers that you could like <laughs> you have coordinates you can find you i, I can tell you exactly where i am based on the, right. the floor the left and the up down and the left right and so like a chessboard, if, right when they're like yeah. oh e, knight e5 to yeah. F, yeah 
but with a third, Conrad but with a third number. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But then there's yeah, a lot of plus boards on top of each other. That's right. Um, and so like every every floor is somewhere between zero zero and ninety nine ninety nine. And so if you're at like fifty fifty, say like some there's abilities that like let you go up if there's a tile at fifty fifty on the floor above you or below you, for example. There's also holes that randomly show up that you have to avoid. Otherwise it will drop you and the hole will basically drop you to the next floor that has a matching tile. So, but the, but the, 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 they move randomly. So in the event that you fall through a hole and there's no matching tile all the way down through 99 floor. So if he was on floor 40 for that to happen, like that is really bad luck. Like it happened to me, but I was on floor like 87 or something. And so it made a little bit more sense. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like your part, it basically treats your party as ha- like, like they, like you die and they just get sent to like four random places on this 99 floor domain that you had to go track them down. And like, you have ways to track your party down. And like, for me, when it happened, it was an inconvenience. I kind of freaked out a little bit, but like, I was pretty, I was pretty quickly able to go back and recover my party using all the abilities I had. If that had happened to me at like level 40, Ooh, like yeah. I that I can see how that would be really been like well, well like f this like well let me run one one more by you that I think yeah, was even crazier like, to me like because I think it's no. so and then cool like cool like part of me is like if I was playing this would I be like damn this game's cool I want to keep playing or I'd be like I'm not putting up with this shit I don't know so all right so here's the second one so a guy was just starting out he said he had maybe like I don't know what the gold quantities are maybe like 500 to a thousand gold I don't know if that's a lot or little but oh, like, I know it, where this it wasn't a lot do you know where it's going yeah so he said he he enters an encounter and there's like a thief type mob and a thief yeah. mob type mob steals from him and he's unable to kill it. And he's like, or he like is maybe it's gonna beat him too. And he's like, I'm gonna run away because like it's just I don't I didn't have that much gold to start with. I'm just gonna start grinding again. He gets out. He checks his gold value. He's negative twenty five thousand gold. What? He's he's in the negatives. So yeah. he's like, well, maybe I'll just push on a little bit more and like just see what I can do. And so he plays another like hour or so, and he gets to a he's having trouble fighting mobs because he has no money to buy gear. He gets to a shop, he can't. Bu- That's what it was. He didn't even look at his gold. He gets he he's he's grinding. He gets to a shop. He's town. He's like, all right, I can finally buy some gear, do better. He goes to the shop. He can't buy anything. He's like, wait, what? Like I've been grinding a bit. I should have some money again. He looks and he's still like negative twenty thousand. He's like, and the same thing, hands down. He's like, I can't play this game. Like I, I'm not putting up with this this crap or whatever. And so like I thought like it was like man, how interesting. Like I just, I've never <laughs> seen that. There's also huh. tiles that subtract like 10,000 gold from you every time you step on them. Oh, and like, you can avoid it, but you can see them like they're, mm. they're avoidable, but like, and so like, I was like trying to map the floors and I was like, well, I'm just gonna, like, I got a bunch of money, whatever. And so like, I'm going over and I'm mapping the floors. I guess I didn't pay attention. Cause I, I went to buy something. Same thing on me. I was at like negative 27 K and I was like, damn, how many of those tiles did I step <laughs> on? I thought I had plenty of money. This sucks. <laughs> But like, I mean, just oh. like I, anything else, you just kind of have to grind through. But yeah, I mean, it is. It, it's it's a little bit punishing, and like the fights are hard. Um, like it definitely. If there's one thing I will say about that I liked, and I think this these two things, like those two things, kind of suck because they're kind of they're a little bit on the harsh side. But like, it's a dungeon. It's a it's a game where like you're scared sometimes. Like you can get into bad positions, and you're like, I don't know if I can get out of this alive. Like that that if you're if they're going for that desire to like make you feel like the nervousness of like this is this is serious you know like there were definitely a lot of times where i was like oh fuck oh fuck i'm not gonna be able to get back from this i'm not gonna be able to get back to town i'm these guys are gonna die like what am i gonna do how like do i go forward do i go back how do i get through this like and that's a cool feeling like i mean they, they put some i don't know what the word is uh it's not really fear Suspense? like yeah, or just like the like taking it seriously. Like they made stakes. They, they made, made they put stakes, stakes in the game. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like it's not like ribeyes, it's, it's, skirt. Yeah. We had stakes last night. As as a fan of XCOM, I would like this. This game intrigues me because that's what I love about XCOM. Is like it's just like you never know. Like yeah, yeah. yeah it, it, it it makes you feel it and like you know. You, but yeah, I'd, so if that if any of that sounds good to you, you should definitely check it out. Like I said, I had a lot of fun with it. I enjoyed it quite a bit and i basically 99 percent of it so all right let's go on to something different i want to hear about black desert eye line so shy i'm gonna hand it to you 
I don't even know. I don't want it like we're already uh, we're down to the last 20 minutes of our podcast on how, how have, we even talk about a, this game. We have enough time to get This through. game is all I've played, well, besides occasional Battlefield for like the last like uh, month and a half. Like, And I, it is very occasional. Like, it really bothers me how occasional it is. Like, I, yeah. I'm like, Shy, you are on, I am on, and yet you will not play with me. And I get sad. See, and I, and I when, go and cut myself sometimes. I got on to play some Final Fantasy XI, too, and, and that's what Shy did to me. He's like, hey, I got on to chat with you, but like, I hope you didn't think I was going to actually party with you because I'm not going to do that. Let me read you some stats here. So this is also, this is funny. This, these are funny stats for two reasons. One, Z just got Battlefield within the last two weeks. Two weeks. <laughs> the last two weeks. Going. Yeah, stalking. This is stalking right here. Shy has a total of 71 hours played. I have a total of 61 hours played. Z has a total of 58 hours played. You only have 61 hours yeah. played? Yeah, I only have 61 hours. In the last two wow. weeks, I, I was on I was on or I was working out of town for two oh, of those yeah, weeks. Yeah. Remember for complete right. like executive? Anyway, last two weeks. Sorry, Shy. Shy has 3.6 hours in the game. And Z has 57.9. I just feel like you could be doing a little more here to play with your friends. <laughs> all right. That's well, all, we, all right. Let me say this because we're not, ta- we're still talking about oh, BDO. Oh, we're talking no, about Battlefield. No, look at his BDO um, hours, actually. Uh, see, I don't think this stalking. is, this is, this is harassment right here. That's not fair, uh, though. Because Shy, Shy FK is on BDO. Yeah. He's always well, on We'll say that. We'll say that. We'll go with that. Yeah. Um, anyway, Shy, please take your time. BDO. So, um, 250 hours recently. We may do we may do a second disc in the drive if we maybe, don't get to maybe maybe all right but so quickly just, just all right no all right quickly quickly just following up <laughs> man man we need to work in the words of a of a of a famous movie that we all love we need to work on our communication because okay, every, every once in a while I'm in the middle of BDO and I see a little pop up in Steam that says oh yeah Van has just started playing Battlefield but I don't know like how long you're playing I don't know like what's going on like I might be in the middle of something so like we need to like up our text chat in game and Discord and be like hey are you, you know like I'm gonna be on in a couple hours like do you want to play or something yeah. I'll I'll be, better about, I'll be better about that I'll be better about we're airing out dirty um, laundry why don't we just air it all out. Uh, last communication is, Hey dude, are you going to be on B-, B battlefield today? And you said, no, BDO just dropped. And then I said, Oh, that's pretty rude. <laughs> and then you said, you just gave me some guy's face and a meme looking at me kind of funnily. That's not, you've, you've, you've exited, you've, you've skipped stuff. I said the season in video dropped today. You said, Oh snap. And matrix four. And then you said one of us multiple times. And then it, Samuel Jackson gift. I like that one. I was proud of that gift. All right. All right. We got work to do. But all right. BDO. Um, a game that the three of us all played at launch, which I think was, I don't remember, five, six years ago? Maybe four? I don't know. It's been a while. The game has come a long More, way. dude. That was like six years. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. That was a while. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. The game's come a long way. Some of the stuff that caused us to quit, I think are still there um it's still a tremendous grind <laughs> if you want to get stuff done so i mean i think that part of why we quit was people just didn't have the time to put into it i mean maybe that was part of it i don't know um i think what caused me to quit was everybody else quit and that may have been sure it as well i think you and i were the last two playing like i think December, maybe I yeah lasted the longest. maybe i think the thing December that killed 2014 December 2014 all right so it's been eight years all right um or seven just over seven years yeah um the last thing I remember was me and Tankin and maybe did Ray play with us a bit? I don't remember, but like yes. me and Tankin trying to solo a world boss. And I think smiley, you came out and like, we yeah. spent like four hours fighting yeah. this thing. And like, we're just a go, boss. I, I don't know if it was a world out. boss. We were, we were fighting. I was like, okay, I can't stay very long. And like, I tried to help you. And then I had <laughs> to leave no you. waste of time. And <laughs> yeah. like, I think, I think great. I quit shortly after that, but, um, so, all right. Let me talk a little bit about, I'm going to try to just hit a couple things. Um, it feels so, I, and let me use game comparison, Smiley, because I think these will especially speak to you. And I'm not trying to convince you to play. I, I, it takes a lot of time, and that's I hate to say this. One of the main reasons I haven't really advertised it to either of you is because of how much time the game freaking takes to play. Because if it didn't take as much time, I'm like, I would love to be playing this game with Van and Smiley. And obviously, you guys can obviously try it out if you want. But like, I just I know how like at least Smiley how how precious your time is right now, and like, <laughs> you're not gonna get much done in this game like three hours a week. Like they, I mean, um, but the two games I want to compare it to. And the first one that I want to compare it to is Diablo three. There's a lot of, it reminds me a lot of Diablo, Diablo three in its current state. And one is seasons. Like the, the addition of seasons is just so cool. Seasons are a way within like two months to basically get your character up to like a semi-competitive state in the game. They do a lot of like, 
um, easy to enhance gear that you get, a lot of like just login rewards, a lot of like mission objective stuff where, you, where that is a way where with maybe semi-minimal time you can like over the course of several months kind of get a character up where it's not endgame competitive PvP, but where you could start grinding at some endgame spots and do some stuff. And, and I think that's just really cool. The season idea was really neat when, when it dropped and that was... Van, when you contacted me, it was like the day the season had come out, and I'd been wait, been playing a couple weeks, but I've been waiting to really try like a main character until the season came out. So like I've been waiting, and you're like the season started a couple hours ago. I was off, and you're like, hey, you want to play some Battlefield? And I'm like in BDO mode, and I'm sorry that I I'm sorry that I hurt you, man. Um, but um, that's run deep. Another uh, another comparison that's... to Diablo three is like collectibles and like things like specific things to grind for. I think this is a good comparison. I don't know. You'll have to remind me, but. So, like, they've added, like, treasure items to BDO. I don't remember these being in the game when we played. But, like, basically, like, high, like really cool mechanic items that you can either grind areas for a very, very low chance of it ever drop, Like, extremely low chance of getting the item to drop. Or a, a, a really low chance of getting, like, a pity item drop. So, for an example, is the game now has, like, an infinite HP pot and an infinite MP pot. So, instead of having to just buy a bunch of potions when you go out to grind and, like, oh, use them, then cool. buy more and use them, whatever, you can actually slowly build this infinite hp pot where you just have it just in your inventory and you just use it and it doesn't go away you use it again it doesn't go away and like that's just one example they have like a, a map you can slowly gather the pieces for which allows you to use the mini map when you're in a desert otherwise if you're in a desert you can't use the map you just have to like use like points of like reference <laughs> in your vision to like find your way to like settlements or camps or whatever but like you could slowly build this map that would let you use the map and like it's just like a cool idea to me to have these kind of like they're almost like um I want, like, I'm trying to think, like, prestige items, I think people refer to them. Like, they're not necessary for the gameplay, but they're, like, things you can work towards if you just like playing the game. You can just, like, go out and, like, work on that, and it might take, it might take, like, two to three hundred hours to get an HP pot, like, completed, like, you know, just from grinding camps or whatever, but, like, eventually you could work your way towards it and just have it, and, like, and then move on to something else. Long-term grinding goals are so important for any MMOs. Yeah, yeah, and so, like... That's cool. So, right, let me let me bring up the second point. And like I said, I could talk about Black Desert Online all, like a lot longer. But the other game, and I think you'll understand why I've been playing so much, Smiley, is that it reminds me so much of Dynasty Warriors. And I think <laughs> this is probably an example. Maybe you remember from just the original game. Like the game combat is just is just fun, in my opinion. And I don't know if you guys remember this. It just has weight. Like when you hit enemies, there's like weight to it, and like the physics and animations of like the characters are just so good. And like now there's like it's something like twenty classes, and there's now two two combat types per class. They have a succession and an awakening. So they have like the original weapons. So like let's I'm trying to think of like an example. Like you guys remember when Musa came out, the samurai, like I got really into it and they used a katana, like standard katana to fight. Well then like they they released a whole new type of com like weapon for every class called awakening where they got a new weapon. I think they'd like announced it before we quit. Like they had announced awakenings. They just hadn't released any yet. Um and so like Musa then gets this halberd and they start fighting with a halberd and they have like more wide range attacks and it's like flashy and so like there's like you think of like 20 classes with two different types of combat each there's like 40 or 50 different play styles in the game and like i don't know i've just i love dynasty warriors i'm and i love diablo i i I enjoy games where you just go out and grind mobs and you just kill a bunch of mobs and where it feels good i mean destiny was very similar right like and in my opinion bdo just just scratches that itch it just scratches that itch if you if you're not looking for some like edge of your seat MOBA PVP and there's a lot there's a lot of PVP in BDO and it's and it is I think at the higher levels competitive and fun I haven't really done a lot of it but um if you just want something you can just like put some music on put a you know a, a, like you know YouTube on just go out and just like kill mobs in a rotation for like an hour or two and like while you're drinking you know your whiskey or I don't know what people do but I it's it's just a lot of fun and like I said like and, and starting with a season would be a great way to get into it because it has it's has entry points now, that it, are good. can i ask mm-hmm. is it like ter- like i remember we went back to terra uh that one time and like they had like basically like gutted like the whole like whole zones of the early game and like things were like completely different and like a bunch of like the early story stuff had been kind of cut out and accelerated to get people through like is that the case or is, do you feel like are the like if you were to, if you start a brand new character today is it is the beginning is the early game still like intact or have they kind of redone everything yeah. and kind of streamlined yeah. it? The early game is intact. 
when you do a season, you have the option if you've played through the story to actually do a basically like very very minimal story progression on your season character, which makes sense. Like I think like in a game like that, you don't want to play through the season more than once um, or through the story more than once. But yeah, the 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 the, the progression is still there. I think a lot of people just because of wanting to get to end game a lot of people get power leveled to a certain level just because yeah. they'll have a friend or whatever like take them out to a grind spot and just get them to a higher level and that makes getting through the story easier than like you're not like worrying about having to keep your like what gear you're using or level um they are actually like they're constantly updating the game and they've actually announced in the coming months that there will actually be a new game start like site like you'd actually be able to start the game from a new area of the map with a whole new like like story you would go through i guess to progress so i think a number of players are interested in that just a new like kind of experience a new character from level one in, in a different way without getting power leveled and like to see what that involves um but uh yeah i don't know that's my bdo experience yeah it definitely sounds uh i mean i always loved bdo i thought it was great um i think the thing that makes me not want to come back is like i feel like i invested so much into it originally and now like to come into a game like that where like like you said we played from launch i mean we weren't we weren't cutting an edge or anything but we were you know at our height i feel like we were kind of competitive in in some of the stuff we were doing and like to now be like okay well now you come in and there's people who have seven years worth of you know built characters that you'll never get you know like it's it's kind of you know, it's, that's true. It's that way with any MMO, unless you have something super formulaic, like a Final Fantasy 14, where you can literally just like get up to the current wall that everybody else is at. Like, you know, what I liked about that game was kind of building, building my character and building my resources. And now I feel like, yeah, it's very daunting. And like, to your point, it sounds like you need a lot more time than I would have to dedicate to it, which is, which is too bad because it does sound, it does sound good. And as I said, I loved I loved BDO back in the day. That was a great. That was that's probably other than Final Fantasy XI, my favorite of the MMOs that we tried as a group, and there were there were many. Yeah. Um, Van, any thoughts? Now, I um I actually picked it up for cheap, um just to have it, and I installed it, and I started a character for an hour, and I was like. This is a rabbit hole. I don't want to go down right now. <laughs> so I'm going to put this on pause. <laughs> I'm going to put this on pause. The game is, is they've graphically enhanced it. It's beautiful. Um, it's very fluid. That it, it does look really cool. I, I still can't get over the, the um, I don't know how best to say this, but typically when a Korean MMO comes out, that's very high. And I realize this isn't necessarily the same thing with BDO. But, like, there's just a million different menu options on the screen, like, going around the border and, like, half of it, I have no idea what the hell it's for. So, it's just, like, it, it was a little daunting seeing the UI. And um, so, I was like, okay, this is this looks like it has potential. I'm just not ready for this right now. You know what, and Maybe, maybe you and me are going shy in, in a couple of years when, when our kids have given us a little bit more breathing room, right? <laughs> yep. If they're still Definitely. developing it, Shy's still playing it. <laughs> Planet Side 3, baby. That's what we'll be playing. Oh, on. dude, that day, <laughs> everything else is just going to go on the back burner for a while. All right, Van, uh, what do you got? Um, I can't remember if I mentioned this before or not. I think I did, but I finished Far Cry 6, which is awesome. They've done something new in this uh, Far Cry iteration, which I haven't seen in previous iterations. And so typically Far Cry has um, <clears throat> a map and there are outposts. And you take over the outpost to gain control of regions and all that stuff. And um, it's not unlike Far Cry 6. However, there's also checkpoints. And then they've added a couple other small flares. And typically, once you conquered the map and you beat the final boss, which I have, and all that fun stuff, um, you, you're you done with the game, right? After that, you could just platinum it. You can just check off all the things. Well, they started doing um, insurgencies, which is pretty cool. So it's like a weekly challenge where the main pro uh, antagonist's team which is still alive right because just because you beat the boss doesn't mean you beat the whole the whole uh monarchy or whatever Al- you want to call Alpha it Dean's dead but the the uh, the imperials are still right alive. well is he though because all of a sudden he comes back with well, no explanation the bad kid, example. we want to go in bad there example. bad example but might happen in this by the way because of the way <laughs> so they're, they're no no it might, actually, it might, it might be a perfect he was cloning example. himself <laughs> It might be a perfect example for, for 
without going too much into the way this this game ends for any of those who want to who want to play it um might be the perfect example but anyway the point is the dark lord the the regime still exists and and it's not unrealistic to think that the the powers that be would still be there so anyways you get insurgencies weekly that show up and they will literally take over regions of the map and you have to fight them back to gain you know whatever whatever stuff and this it's um shit what is it called moneda money basically moneda um it took me a while to think about it because me and my friends just call it moderna (laughs) after the vaccine (laughs) so we're like oh hell yeah i got 500 moderna vaccines so anyways don't work on me only moderna (laughs) (laughs) she's with the star wars throwbacks so anyway you get insurrections that happen weekly and um so we've we've been it's it takes like maybe an hour and a half two hours to push the insurgency back and get all that but it's pretty cool that they've figured out a way to keep the game to have an afterlife um even after you've you've beaten the final boss yeah far cry is also notorious for releasing expansions um so and i think the new expansion is supposed to be coming up here within the next month or so so we'll see what happens with that but um i might dive back in that again um it was a great game i, I really loved playing with it uh playing playing the game with um tommy uh, cqy 12a who's a friend of the podcast and uh yeah we had a lot of fun with it so if anybody any far cry fans out there who haven't picked it up yet i don't know why you haven't it's a great game um go out there and you have fun all right well um i feel like i have a lot to say on hades and shin megami tensei 5 and we don't really have time for that um but i don't know how much more you guys have so i don't know if it's worth doing a whole nother podcast zero Uh, I have zero so more. Cool. So you guys got to talk about. Do you have everything. zero dawn left? I, it's because I, I spent too long on dungeon encounters, <laughs> I guess. Um, all right. Well, maybe I'll, maybe next time Disc and Drive comes up, I'll revisit some of these. Um, uh, I will say, Hades is an awesome game, and you should definitely check that one out. That one's I've spent way too much time with that one. Is it multi-platform? Yeah, that one I think is on like everything. Honestly, yeah. um, I got it for Switch, and uh, I've I've. Basically, I've beaten everything that that except I can't beat Hades like final alternate form. Like if you take him, if you take the, if you put him in like if you can like put him optionally on like super hard mode, um, and like I just can't get past him. And I don't know that I ever will. I just don't think I have the technical skill. Like my character is as strong as he can be. Like I don't have a lot of other upgrades. And I fought him last night again with what I felt like was a really OP build. Like I took out everything on that run. I took out Chiron as an uh, one of the optional bosses on the way. Like I was, I was killing it. I went in with full health and four charges of Death Defiance for people who know what that means. And uh, I, I couldn't, I couldn't take him down. I, I lost in the third form. So um, I just don't think I'm good enough. So, but that game it wasn't has even his final me. form. No, it was his final form. No, okay, third, sorry. The third form was his final form. Oh, I guess it doesn't apply here then. No, it um, but yeah, uh, if if there's if you want a, a a fun like action game, like I couldn't recommend that one highly enough. Very very well done. A best progression I've ever seen in a roguelike. Um, Shin Megami Tensei Five. Uh, there's a lot to talk about that. I'm still playing that though, so I'll probably give that its full thing. I don't want to give a hot take on that, but um, there's a good game in there somewhere. That, ah, there it is. <laughs> I was wondering. We're waiting um, for it. Yeah, it, it's. It's not as hard to find, maybe, as in Battlefield. Um, it's a good game. It's just, yeah. uh, again, I'll, I, I'll give it the credits too. But Hades game, it's pretty retro, dude. It's oh, uh, it's awesome. The game is freaking favor. sweet. It's really Let's go pick good. it up. Yeah, I got. I have it on yeah, Steam, it and it was it was great on Steam. It's it's. it's do you think it would lend itself? It. Where do you think it would lend itself better to the the mouse and keyboard or the switch handheld? controller to i use the controller on steam i didn't use oh, okay keyboard. i'll pick it up on yeah. switch so i can do either yeah. one that, that yeah, makes it's, sense it's not really a it's it's just an action game like it's so you want Got it you yeah you i you i think you want it on switch um so it's it's great too it's a great like before bed i think like if you're the kind of person who brings your switch up yes a little all bit. day like because you can like or you can put it in pause before night like basically you it'll save after every room you complete so, like, if you turn it off mid-room, it'll actually reset your progress for the entire run. I don't know if you guys knew that. I did that once because I picked, I picked like, the wrong boon. I was like, oh, I don't want that. And I, I turned it off. 
and I tried to soft reset it. And like, it was like, yeah, you can't just like cancel in the middle of a room just because things go badly. So it took you all the way back to the beginning. But if you complete a room, which only takes like a minute at most, um, it saves there. So it's very easy to pick up and play. Sorry. Do you guys have anything else before we get to the spiel? Any other thoughts for the disc and the drive? No. I have a question for Van about Far Cry 6. Yeah. Did the villain live up to your hype? Um, I mean, it's a low bar. But oh, I mean, well, actor. I mean, yeah, as you so, say, yeah. like, I mean, you, yeah. all right, all right, cool. All right. No, no, he's, he's, in, he's in it. He's you in weren't it disappointed. He does yeah. a, no, no, not at all. He's in it enough right. and he does a fantastic job as Great. that villain. So, yeah. Great. Do you want to remind our listeners who maybe weren't with us last time we talked about it? Because it's that dude from Mandalorian, right? I, I always forget his name. Yeah, the, yeah, Giancarlo uh, Esposito, I think his name. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Uh, awesome actor. Put one of my favorite actors recently. Guy's amazing. All he right, was also well, the Pollo guy in um oh, what was that movie about making crack? Breaking, Breaking Bad. Bad. Yeah. Yeah, or that series that Breaking Bad. Yes. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, good to be back, gentlemen. Uh we have a lot, I think, to get to a lot in the can for the podcast. So um uh it'll be good to be getting back to these every week. But just a reminder, next week we still will be off one last time and then we'll be back on our weekly schedule, hopefully assuming no unexpected unforeseen challenges. So if you want to talk to the focus target podcast, if you got some ideas for things we should talk about, if you have questions you'd like to ask us, or if you have any feedback, we would love to hear from you. We can be found on Twitter at focus target on YouTube, focus target podcast. Uh, all of our old episodes and such are out there on YouTube. Um, we are streaming live on Twitch, twitch.tv backslash focus or, forward slash focus target podcast and uh you know the best way to reach us of course is focus target podcast at gmail.com so thanks for being here uh with us for season four episode 106 uh this is your host Marley. this is shy i'm ben as always cover us porkins we're out <laughs>